What's up, guys? This is Miles Markowitz. And this is Brad Thomas. Here to give you the best sports insights to beat your book. You only need to ask one question. What's the spread? Welcome in. What's the spread? Your boys are back. Mr. Brad Thomas. You know what's so funny is that all the stuff that I tag you in, yeah. On Twitter now these days, the first thing that I type in is Mr. So now I just, <laughs> I just got you because you're at Mr. Brad Thomas. I made it easy for people. Like, you know, people have the crazy names like Joe Blow, 85, 96, 43. Nope, Mr. Brad Thomas, that's me. Hey, hey. That's, <laughs> that's it. I just tag you in all of the sports betting Dude, nonsense. They're killing the sports betting game. It, the, the, the content on Twitter is just top notch. My favorite one is when they're talking about teams like you don't want to bet, and we're just like betting. We're still we're just betting naming Nova, them. Uh, Michigan State. We're still betting. Like, these stop teams. betting these damn and teams. Everyone else who comes in is like, oh my, oh my god, god bro, yes, you're so yeah, right. You're so I'm so right. done. All the likes on, on the shit list. Uh, Wait, that's a good segue before we get started. If yeah. you guys don't follow us on uh, social media, yeah, follow please. us on Twitter at what's the spread underscore for that and then facebook's just what's the spread and instagram's what's the spread shameless plug shameless plug <laughs> on our own podcast gotta love it yeah all right so we gifted all of you with our 25 through 11 yes. two early top 25 it's the first time that we've ever delved into a 25 through 11 we usually just do the top 10 yeah that's exciting um I'm going to tell you something right now. A lot harder than it looks. Yes. Uh, especially when you love college football. You hate to leave teams out. It was crazy how many good teams we had to leave out. Yeah. Uh, deciding where to rank them. So I uh, really uh, encourage everybody to do, do that exercise as a college football You should. I, I, I think that I was really um, kind of intimidated at first. Sure. Right? And then I started digging into it. And how I did it was I did the eye test first. I'm going to be honest. I did the eye test. Okay. But then I looked at the team's statistics looked at like for example texas a&m i forgave them for a lot of their losses because sure. they played a tough schedule and i started putting more of that aspect in there so let's go ahead and get in the top 10 miles now we're in familiar territory yes right everyone is pretty of a similar top 10 we're in the too early top 10 here uh let's start it off number 10 i'm going with the fighting irish Ooh. notre dame all right so we got Ian Book coming back. Ian Book. His entire offensive line. Yes. It's an 11-2 and Notre Dame team. And the reason that they didn't get all the hype is because they lost their big games. Yep. They got beat by Georgia. I mean, that was That was that enough was to, to put a little black eye on yeah. them. Yeah. So I'm, this is what I put. I'm still waiting on a signature win to prove that they're for real. But I did read some really interesting statistics on okay, Brian Kelly. Uh, don't have the exact numbers. Yep. But Brian Kelly just had... The best three-year stretch in Notre Dame since 1988 to 1990. Wow. So very quietly. Yes. And in today's college football, especially with a schedule like Notre Dame plays, it's very difficult to keep that level of success. But really impressive there. Uh, They do have chances this year. They got Wisconsin, October 3rd, in Lambeau Field. Can't wait for that one. And they got Clemson coming to town on Can November third. Imagine they Clemson upset at Clemson. Notre Dame, and Clemson is That's finally playing a good team. Probably easy the game, the easily the game I'm looking most looking forward to. Easily. I think so easily uh, to see Clemson tested, and it's so difficult to win yes. at Notre Dame, especially oh that God. late in the season. Whew. The last time Clemson and Notre Dame played, and it was at Clemson, it was one of the greatest college football games that I've Could seen. Could this be a year where Notre decade. Dame finds themselves in the top four college football playoffs? Yeah, I mean, tough schedule as they always have. Uh, but you can't count them out, and that's no, why I can't. got them in, in there. So who do you got number 10? Number 10, I have the Oregon Ducks. First of all, 
Herbert, my God, I knew you were good. I knew you were a freak. I didn't know you could pass the ball so well. You are killing it at the combine. You look good. Might I say. Um, and my, one of my biggest reasons, I don't care that they're returning nine defensive starters. They're returning the defensive starter and uh, Kevon Thibodeau. I Thibodeau. think Thibodeau has a chance Cyan. to be one of the most disruptive defensive linemen in the country. And the kind of disruption I'm talking about, like that San Fran line with um, Nick Bosa. Sure. I think that he has that. A Chase Young. Yes. Yeah. That ability to really disrupt the other team where it makes it a little bit easier on the offense when you have a, a defense that's excelling so well. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of fans out there who don't even know who we're talking about. Yes. It's the number one overall recruit. I believe yep. it was the 2019 class. Yep. Yeah, uh, A lot of excitement there in Oregon, and you want to talk about a program that is recruiting at a high yes. level right now. Mario Cristobal and his staff, and guess who he just brought in? Joe Moorhead. God. To be his offensive coordinator. Sneaky good hire. Yep. Moorhead behind a lot of good offenses at Penn State. It's why he got the Mississippi State job yep. in the first place. Uh, so Crystal Ball just continues to surround himself with really good recruiting and really good coaches. I'm going to tell you something right now. Oregon is a team. They're replacing Herbert this year, right? Yep. They got about four guys who yes. could be the starting quarterback. Literally, honestly, that's why I didn't have any problem putting in my top ten. Sure. Not at all. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see who wins that battle, but you know their defense is going to be good. Yep. Um, still want to see Oregon play better on the road. I, I know they were better last year. Yes. But at home, they are tough to They're, beat. It's like, it's like you want to bet Oregon at home. On the road, you're like, you know, I might fade that game. And folks, if you don't know yet, Ohio State at Oregon, September 12th. I'm getting chills just talking about it. It's going to be one of the games of the year. What is that, September 12th? September 12th. the non-conference matchup. Oh my God, I was just like of the year pricing plane tickets. To oh my go God, right? God. How about the defending Pac-12 champions? The defending Big Ten champions doesn't get any better than no. that. Going into a regular season, I can't wait. This is why I love it when. Uh, big programs schedule big games in the non-conference, yep. and that's what you got to do it years in advance. Um, got to do it against big programs because you get games like this. Yeah, you do. I can't wait to see my boys go up to Eugene. I, I, the Autzen Zoo has been one of my favorite stadiums, even really? growing up as a kid okay. and playing the games, and I, I got to get out there. Yes. Um, well, you for, better start saving up some money. Well, yeah, I know. Seriously. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I'm, I'm high on Oregon this year. Uh, I know they lost Herbert, uh, but as I said, uh, they got... Uh, four quarterbacks who can get the starting job. You know their defense is going to be yep. good. Uh, I think that they're going to be the, pa- the the class of the Pac-12. And I'll tell you something right now, man. They impressed the hell out of me in that Rose Bowl game. And I don't want to yeah. put too much stock into bowl games because the teams are so different year to year. But, man, what a gutty performance against a really good Wisconsin yes, team. Yes, absolutely. Um, that really uh, gave Ohio State a scare in that Big Ten championship. So, uh, Oregon, I like it. All right, number nine. Number nine. I got the Florida Gators at number nine. Oof. Never really did I think anywhere in the near future that I would have Florida in my top 10, but here we are. Oof. It's hard to ignore what the Gators did last year. And yes, really, very hard. Yeah, and, and it's hard to ignore Kyle Trask. I talked about Tanner Morgan and how many times I doubted Tanner Morgan. Yes. That, that poor kid Trask, I was all over him. Doubted him every time. Because Threw for over 300 yards like every game. Right. Every Unbelievable. Game. I, I was always betting against Florida. Never thought they were the real deal. I mean, they won 11 games last year. Can Trask take the next step, another step, I guess, yeah. against these really talented SEC defenses? You know what it, what it comes down to for Florida? Can they beat Georgia? Can they beat? That's the the game. That's the game. I was talking to somebody, and they were saying, you know, I was wondering, will Kirby ever be on the hot seat? And they were like, as long as Kirby and Georgia is beating Florida every year, no. And so this is the year that Florida finally has to figure it out. We thought last year was the year they had it figured out. No. No. 
They have to figure it out this year to reign supreme in the SEC East. Florida Georgia is on Halloween this year. Oh, October thirty first. That's spooky, spooky right? Right. <laughs> is that what Florida needs? Right to get them over that? Yeah, baby. Like so close. Maybe bring Kirby out the black Smart. jerseys. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh man. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's the game for them. Uh, I got my number nine. My number nine is, uh, Notre Dame, the fighting Irish. Uh, we've said it all five linemen returning for Ian book here. Ian book is so close. So close to watch out to for Notre Dame, land. man. I'm telling you, Ian books coming back with a lot of experience. Like, I know they were at a couple games, like, but that what was it 63 to 14 game versus New Mexico state. Like we have games like that when they start playing like that against elite competition and not losing the big games. They will be in the conversation right. for that number four spot. And I, if, if, if for them, it comes down to that Clemson game. I mean, that's really their chance. But even if they lose that game and they go 11-1, and one, they'll yeah. still find themselves in the playoffs. it's a game, yeah. All right, number eight, I have the Penn State Nittany Lions, another 11-win team. There's going to be plenty of them here in the top 10. Nine returning starters on offense. Yes. Big time. Big time. But, Big here, time. but here's the thing, Brad, and, and I'm curious to get your thoughts here. I, I, I'm not a believer in Sean Clifford. You are I'm not. I I I I, don't, I still don't think that he can play up in the big games. Okay. And, and, and to me, I'm also not sure how I feel about the way that James Franklin is making his hires because he's making a lot of uh, hires uh, that are going towards the running game. And, yeah. Um, I, I think that's and where the game's State, evolving. Yeah, and, and I think that that's where Penn State's headed. Um, but with nine starters coming back on offense, they're gonna be. Good. They're gonna be really good. What number are we at? Eight? Number eight. Eight miles. I have. We were just talking about Florida. We we're going to talk about Georgia. Yeah. I have Georgia. Guys, listen. Georgia's ranked so low for me. Um, and it's not even because they lost from. They lost. They lost. They lost Andrew Thomas, the best tackle in the entire college football last year. New offensive coordinator. They are hoping that he comes in here. And he pulls a 180 to that program. Like what happened to LSU. Well, he need the, 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 They. they Desperately needed. Georgia's need offense is so far. Philosophy. Oh my gosh, they're so far behind the times. It's hard to watch. It is gross. It makes my stomach. But one thing, listen. Can I tell you something? Year in and year out, how does Georgia always pull the best recruiting class when it comes to linemen? Well, they get uh, three of the top. Uh, 15 oh, offensive yeah. linemen. They're stacked, man. Uh, great offensive line coach hire and Matt Luke coming from Ole Miss. And listen, Jamie Newman with, with Monken, what a great combination we get a chance to see. They need to bring some some life into that offense. What do they have in Jamie Newman? Because I think that Jamie Newman has the ability to instill some life into that offense. We saw how dynamic yes. he could be at Wake Forest. He's very dynamic. The problem is Wake Forest didn't really have much of a run game. Yeah. I think Georgia's good enough to, to – their running game is not good enough. Their running game is excellent. It's an excellent run game that will help them out, but they have to spread the ball around the field. No more of this BS offense that they've been running. They it's have a new it's not going to work. No. It's not going to work today. Uh, it's not going to work tomorrow. No, maybe maybe in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like, it, there you go. There are a couple Yesterday. decades behind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, six starters coming back on defense. The, there, there's a reason why I was so high on Georgia in the preseason last year and, you know, going to be high on them again this year. Yes. It's because they recruit really well and yeah. because Kirby Smart is a hell of a coach. Can't um, beat Saban, but damn, he could coach. Yeah, right. Can't <laughs> beat Saban. Damn. Was he close? But Oh, speaking of, Brad, speaking of, this year we get Georgia at Alabama, yes. September 19th, yes. regular season I matchup. I want to go so bad, but tickets are going to be so expensive. So expensive. That, that, awesome. Uh, yes. Love that we get that in the regular season this year. My God. Um, Georgia, Bama. So early season test there in the SEC. Yep. Got to love it. 
Um, so th- uh, that's who you had at what number eight? Number eight. Okay, so number seven, I have Georgia. Okay, who, who do you fair. got? Who do you got at number? Seven? I have Oklahoma. Guys, listen to the name. This could have been a household name last year. Spencer Rattler. This kid can ball. Year two had to sit behind Jalen Hurts for an entire season, so you know he is coming in. Hungry. He was the number one dual threat quarterback in college football last. Uh, I mean, in high school football the year before last. Returning eight stars in both offense and defense. We know that Murray's gone. He's a tough linebacker to replace. Freaking nature. We know Cindy Lamb's gone. Murray. Yeah. Kyler. No. Um. Uh. Was Kenneth Murray oh, linebacker? Sorry. Uh. Sorry. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Cindy Lamb's gone. Jalen Hurts gone. Spencer Rattler's time, and you know something about Lincoln. He knows how to win ball games. Yeah, well, here's the thing. We we know that Rattler's going to be talented. Yes. Because of Lincoln Riley. Yes. Uh, he could be terrible quarterback. Like, he could be like, um, I'm not going to say it. He could be like some of those number one dual threat quarterbacks who c- come into co- uh, college football and are terrible. Yeah. But with a coach like a QB whisperer like Lincoln Riley, his philosophy, his game plan, his coaching makes that player so much better than what they actually are. I got three words down here. I did uh, have Spencer Rattler because I know he's going to be talented, but fix the defense. Yes. Fix we thought it was fixed last defense. year, and it was a phony. It was fake. 63, what was it, 63 to 14? Yeah, dude, what the hell? In the college football playoff. If, I don't care that you were playing Joe Burrow, man. Act like you, you belong here. points. Are you kidding me? Act like you deserve the spot. And here's the thing. Oklahoma belongs in the top 10. They're the class of the Big 12 yes. until proven otherwise, but man. You have got to play better defense. That God. is just, I mean, Grinch has his work cut out for him. We already knew that, but I like uh, Chris Ash better um, at Texas to fix his defense before yes. Grinch can fix him at Oklahoma. Absolutely. All right. Uh, that was your number seven? Yes. All right. My number six is Oklahoma. Oklahoma, so we're, fair. Uh, we're going back to back here. Uh, who, who do you got at number six? Number six, Penn State. Okay. <laughs> this yeah. is kind of, it's kind of bunched it's, up here. Yeah, it's bunched up. This but is where it really gets dicey. Let's go to five, Miles. Tell me who you got, and I'll tell you mine. The top five. All right, so at number five, I've got Oregon. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I I got Oregon. Maybe I'm just so excited for the Oregon-Ohio State matchup, but again, a a team that really impressed me in the Rose Bowl last year, a program that has impressed me over the last couple of years, and and you and I have talked about it. Again, recruiting at a high level, great coaching, really good defense. Uh, You know what you're getting with Oregon. Uh, it's a different organ than our yesteryear. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a different that, organ than Chip Kelly right. offense. <laughs> uh, they still got the flash and they still got yes. the unis. Um, I got Oregon in my top five. This guy's this pains me, and this is not because I'm a Bama fan. I did not want to drop this team so far down after winning the national championship, but no. I got LSU at number five. Reason being, okay. You think that the defense was the reason LSU won the national championship? You think that. Burrow was the only reason they won the national championship. Burrow. Edward Zelaer. Justin Jefferson. Thaddeus Moss. Jason Delpit. Queen. All of these players on both offense and defense were almost irreplaceable when they're all gone together. The two players that meant the most to this team are gone. And Miles went the last time. That LSU was a reload and retool team. Never. Never. So what? All of a sudden, now they win a national championship. They're going to retool and reload. It's going to be like Auburn, 
when Cam Newton won the national championship. They just float away and just hang out kind of at that seven-spot range. It's okay, LSU. You won the championship. You got Coach O the ultimate prize. Now you can settle back in in mediocrity in the West. And that's what, well, let's not go as far as mediocrity. But in the West. Okay. That's fair. Um, if you're not winning it, you're mediocre. <laughs> I got no problem with LSU being at five for you. I've got them at number four. Okay, fair. The only reason that I even have them in yes. the top five is because they're coming off a 15-0 and season. Yes. National champions. Yes. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yes. I'm going to give Coach O the benefit of the yes. doubt. Yes. You already mentioned who they lost. They also lost Joe Brady. Oh my God! I didn't who even was think the, about that? Who was the wizard the behind Joe Brady? Behind, I totally forgot. Uh, Dave Aranda is gone. He's bringing in Bo Pelini uh, oh from Youngstown God. State. He's bringing in Scott Lenahan. Can Miles Brennan take the torch and even do half of what Joe Burrow did? No. Last year? I, I mean, he's he's the favorite to win the starting quarterback job at LSU. They're, they're going to have to stick with the same philosophy. They have to. But it's like, how do you follow that performance? Joe Burrow was like. You know when a guy is hanging out with a really hot chick and he knows she's out of his league? He knows she's out of his league and he doesn't care, but he knows. He will sleep with her if he does everything right. So the entire day they spend together, he's holding her hand. He bought her ice cream. He took her to the ball with the right shoes in the car. And he slept with her, which is the national championship, at the end of the night. That was Joe Burrow's performance because he knew. He had no business winning the national championship at LSU with as many tough teams as they had to play. The road was not easy, but he won the ultimate prize. He slept with the girl at the end and also got a little cherry on top of the Heisman Trophy. Not happening again. He had one of the greatest seasons in college football history. It was and it's amazing. Just, it, it was poetry. Yeah, it was. It, it's just. It's so difficult to follow that up if you're Dude. LSU. I mean, are they going to win a, a big game? Probably. The pressure um, on your but, shoulders to follow that performance. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Uh, brutal. Uh, what, uh, what does LSU have here? They're LSU's at Florida. Yep. October 10th. Uh, they have to play Texas at home this yep. year, September 12th. They get Alabama at home, though. Uh, they do get Alabama at home. But right there, I mean, Bama, Florida, Texas, this schedule is brutal. Brutal, Texas brutal. A&M, Auburn, yeah. uh, that's brutal, man. New offense, Mississippi State. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Our uh, friend uh, Mike Leach over yeah. there. So, yeah, there's there's a lot against LSU. I I don't even know if they're going to finish in the top 10 this year. I don't know. I mean, it's tough. is 10-2 good enough? Because that's where they're headed. Yeah. 9-3, 10-2. But out of respect, I got them in my top five. Who do you have at number four? Number four, I have the Florida Gators. Oh, you got them. I got them. There. I think they're going to be better. Light years better than LSU. Talk to me. When they play head-to-head, the Gators are going to get their revenge. Why? God, I can hear all the, the Gators fans. The only reason the Gators lost to LSU and couldn't hang on for the victory was Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is gone. Joe Burrow willed LSU into victory. Kyle Trask, it's your chance. Oh my God. Woo-wee. That got me excited. Florida in the top five. 11 and 2 last year. I think they only lose one game this season, and that will be the dreaded Georgia game. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, hell, and if they go 11 and 1, that still might be good enough to win the East. Yeah. Even if they lose to Georgia, if Georgia yeah. loses a couple. Absolutely. All right, let's head into our top three here. At number three, I've got Alabama. What, you're not going to say Ohio State? I'm just kidding. Get Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Alabama coming off an 11-2 year. If Tua Tagovailoa Viola is healthy, 
I don't even know what we're talking about yep. right now, man. I mean, Bama would have made the playoff. Yep. They would have played LSU. Who the hell knows what would have happened? That game would have been intense. Yeah. Um, Bryce Young or Mac Jones here? Does Mac Jones have the inside track? I think that Mac Jones has inside track because he's proven he can destroy the freaking ball. He can sling it. He can sling. Yeah. Um, but Bryce Young is just otherworldly. And <laughs> you have you have four quarterbacks in that quarterback room who could start anywhere. Don't count out to his little brother Tulia either. There's just a three horse race. He's still hanging around. Yes, there. three horse race. Um, Najee Harris coming back, big, but biggest of them all, Alex Leatherwood coming back on the offensive line. Why? What do you have to prove, man? You've won a national championship. You've won offensive lineman of the year. You've won SEC honors, all American. I'm happy. Thanks. Thanks, man. Not to mention all the underclassmen who got valuable experience on the defensive My side God. of the ball last year. Dylan Moses back. Big Healthy. Time. Alabama is one of those teams where everyone was shook because they didn't make the playoff for the yes. first time under Saban. In the existence of the playoff, Brad, they've been in every single year. They yeah. didn't make it, and everyone's shook. Everyone's like, dynasty over, dynasty over. Yeah. They're praying for the dynasty to be over. So, I, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's still hard to argue that um, that they're not the class of the SEC. Yeah. I don't care what else you did last year. We talked about it. Where's the consistency? Yep. Uh, so, we'll see who breaks camp at quarterback, but... I think Alabama's defense is going to be the difference this year I think because they're going to be, be so legit. much better. They're going to be elite. It's going to be fun to watch. All right, who do you have at number three? The Alabama Crimson Tide. Oh, okay, you got Bama yeah, number three. absolutely. I All couldn't right. put him ahead of Ohio State because, I mean, honestly, we know what we're going to get from the offense of Ohio State. Ohio State's going to come in offensively stronger than ever. Defense is going to be there as well. With Alabama, we know the offense is going to be able to run the ball. We know we're going to be able to throw the ball. We don't know if we're going to have the consistency. And we're not 100% sure what the defense is going to do. But you know Saban's gave them a good old-fashioned ass chewing. The first year, I think it's the first year in the entire Saban era at Alabama, he has kept both his offensive and yeah, defensive coordinator. in coaching. But also, you know who them. he brought in? Charlie Strong as a defensive analyst. He just loves to have really so, good football minds around. You know him. what he's doing. I already see the song being being written. Alabama's gonna make it to the national championship, win or lose. D coordinator leaves. Oh, hey Charlie, uh, we got the spot sitting here for you. Would you want to fill this? Oh yeah, cool. And he does the same thing. Saban's preparing himself, sure. so he's not caught. With, he's always with thinking his, ahead with his tail between his legs again. Yeah, smart man. Yes. So smart. who do you have at who do you have at number two? Number two, I have the. Ohio State University. Oh, me too. Okay. okay. So cool. we both so we both got Ohio State. Here's the thing about Ohio State going into next year. We got Justin Fields. Yes. That kid. Listen, I had I had expectations for Justin Fields, but he exceeded all of them for me. God, first year starter? Oh my God. Yes. Fit into the offense. I mean, I knew that Ryan Day was going to take that kid and make him into something special, but now that Ryan Day's got another year with him after that heartbreaking loss against Clemson that I'll never talk about again. There's, I, I think this team's going to be on a mission. Yes. And I think that for me, right now, Ohio State and Clemson are the two best teams going into next season yep. because th- I think they have the most uh, constants, I guess. Because with Fields and Lawrence, yep. those are the two strongest players for me in, in the entire football. country. Yes. Uh, and, they, and they're also just happen to be at the most important position. We do lose a lot at receiver, but with Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson coming back, I got no issues. We got Master Teague. Taking over for J.K. Dobbins, and we got plenty of talent behind him, so don't worry about us there. <laughs> On the defense, all right? 
Secondary is a huge question mark. Yes. No doubt about it. We lost a lot in the secondary, but we did bring in Kerry Combs from Tennessee, who's, okay. the, who's the secondary coach there. He's going to be our defensive coordinator here. Uh, he was on the national championship staff under Urban Meyer. Uh, so we're all really excited about him. But we got a lot of experience at linebacker. Pete Werner, Tup Berlin, Baron Browning, and mentioning the defensive line. Yeah, we lost Chase Young, but we're still stacked. We're still stacked. Jonathan Cooper, Tyreek Smith, stacked. Zach Harrison, Tyler Friday. We're, we're stacked in the front seven. So that's what I'm most excited about is how strong we're going we're gonna to be up front on the defensive side of the ball. But don't get me wrong. The secondary for me is going to be our biggest question mark. Yep. But we're going to score a lot of points. You guys are – like, you guys you – unless an injury happens, you can close your eyes and not watch a single game this season until the playoffs because you'll be nestled in the top four easily. Oh, well, thanks, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. Well, I, I think Ohio State just right now, there's no doubt. And I, I love that I get to say this because I, I don't have any doubts anymore. We are the class of the Big Ten. We yes. are the team to be in the yes. Big Ten. Uh, and everyone's trying to catch us in that conference. Number, Number one, one, I think we both know who we got. Clemson. I mean, there's there's just no denying what they have coming yep. into next year. Yes. And that LSU game, LSU was destined to win. Uh, Clemson couldn't match up with those LSU receivers. First but loss that uh, Pretty Boy Lawrence has, has right? ever <laughs> lost, ever received in his life. I mean, in, in real football. As a varsity starter in high school, he never lost a game. Pros, he never lost a game. He got his first taste of adversity. So, what do you do from here, Trevor Lawrence? Do you not care about this season and just try to just stat the records and not care about your team and get ready for the draft? Or do you right the ship, get back in the winner's circle, and be crowned king again? Yeah, I mean, for Trevor Lawrence, I just feel like the, nothing ever bothers the kid. He's just so even-keeled. He's so unfazed. Uh, he just lets his talent speak for himself. And yep. he surrounds himself with really good players. And he's got Travis Etienne coming back. The surprise of the offseason. Etienne? That was my biggest surprise easily. Uh, and that's just scary to think about. Now, they are replacing four stars on the offensive line. Yep. Um, number no, one ranked under, recruiting Underrated uh, offensive line, mind you. Very underrated. Yeah. Uh, especially for uh, how strong they were week in and week out last yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, once again, they get to play in the ACC. Yep. I mean, do you see anybody in the ACC challenging Clemson for the conference title? Nope. Not even close. Uh, none. Like, not even. There is no program in that conference that's even close to ready to Unless even giving them a chance. Florida State makes a miraculous I mean, recovery. That's the only one, right? But but even Florida State's got to be two or three years away. Yep. If they UNC's even will a couple get years there. away. Virginia's going to have a down year. Maybe Virginia Tech can. Take a step forward. Hey, maybe we're being too hard on the ACC, but it was just such a joke last year. Yeah, that they get no respect from me. None. And, 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 you don't get respect. You earn respect. Right. And like, thank goodness that uh, Notre Dame has a contract with the ACC, yes. so Clemson at least has one decent opponent. Thank God on their schedule this year, uh, because Clemson at, at Notre Dame is going to be a great game. Yes, it will be. Can't wait for that one. So Clemson at number one. You know, now now that we've. Uh, you know, set our piece and, and set our top 25. I just want to start making predictions and I want to start doing oh the Oh my God. I, hadn't, I really haven't even thought about Me it Me either. Yet, but I haven't given any thought because now there's a difference between my top 25 and I have to look at every single game. Right. Look at Ooh, the schedules. God. Look at the best positioning. Yes. Uh, see who's really going to come in uh, with the best run. But uh, I think you, you and I both agree and I wrote at the top of my sheet here, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, that's the story for me in college yep. football next year. And then there's a reason why I put Alabama at number three. And it's because I think that they, they can still be right there to challenge. But we just don't know who's going to be their leader. We, we, we don't know who's going to be their playmaker. I've heard a lot of gone. comparisons to uh, A.J. Coker. I mean, <laughs> I, I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god it's all right man I, th- I, I thought you were talking about Kyler Murray earlier it's fine he's been, he's been slaying wait, it in the NFL wait, for the entire year this just threw me off so bad because I was I was talking about a combination of two players and I named them first name last <laughs> name now I just lost now I can't even remember the two players names so I just lost my train of thought AJ McCarron and oh. Jake Coker yeah. leadership of McCarron arm go. of Coker Pew. AJ Coker. <laughs> <laughs> that's really just went with. That's really just went with through your brain. That, that okay. Now, now I'm starting to process. Just this brain goes in mysterious ways. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to What's the Spread. Please be sure to download our podcast and rate us. Also, comment if you like the new intro because I think the intro is pretty fly. Yes, I do as well. Good job today, man. Yeah, it was fun. Good luck, everyone out there. Kill your bets this week. Kill your bets next week. Kill your bets forever.